No. 364 Purdue University engineers invented a licking machine, and the average number okay. of licks it took, the average number of licks it took was 364. I feel like that is not a great use of a licking machine. was sometime around Christmas and the martinis were stirred because episode 77 of the promo upfront podcast was about to be heard. That's right. I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie for this lovely, lovely um, platinum level podcast sure. uh, called promo upfront uh, here with me as always though, the good time player man himself, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? You know what? I'm doing well. Uh, you know, it's about this time of, of year each year that I start to think about the actual holiday. I mean, I think mm -hmm. that like a lot of us, I've been thinking about the business side of the holiday since July. Right. But right about now is when I start thinking about my family and all the, the things. And mm -hmm. ironically, it's really a little too late to be thinking about that. But <laughs> that's where I'm at. But it does get me excited and makes me feel a little grateful. And so that's where my head's at right now. How about you, buddy? Awesome. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, probably tell a little bit in my voice. I'm I'm sick. Yeah. Um, I was telling you before we got on here, it's not COVID. I just have a, a pretty bad sore throat. It's been going around my house and uh, a little little tired, groggy and achy. And I was telling you, I think we all forgot what it's like to actually have a, a cold or anything uh, during COVID. So it feels very strange to be sick. And of course, I'm overanalyzing everything and you know figuring out what disease I have, but. <laughs> I'm excited. Christmas is a few days away. Uh, as you said, uh, hopefully taking some time off between Christmas and New Year's, gearing up for a great 2022. And, and speaking of which, Kirby, you know, we've got PPAI Expo still on the books as of recording this podcast, yeah, right. uh, still on the books. And I want to use this spot for education. Kirby. Usually we talk about one of our great sponsors and we've got so many of them, but today you and I are sponsoring this fine broadcast with $0 and zero cents <laughs> because there's always such great education sessions at the expo and not to toot our own horns, Kirby. Toot, toot. Toot. Thank you. Uh, but Kirby and I think we have something pretty special for everyone who's going to be in Las Vegas on Monday, January the 10th, 2022. We are doing an education session called Past the Pandemic, Finding Success in the New Economy. That's from 11.15 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. in Lagoon L. And what we want to do there is really learn from organizations that not only survived, but they positioned and repositioned themselves to thrive after the pandemic, Kirby. And I know you're pretty fired up about us tag teaming again on an education event. Yeah. I mean, for a bunch of reasons, right? So number one, obviously I talk to you every week. And so I'm very comfortable mm. with you. And I, I enjoy doing sessions with you because I think we get to have some fun while hopefully providing some value. But honestly, as we talked about what we could um, kind of what session we could give that idea that there were people who really did well, not just selling PPE, yeah. but people who did well because they repositioned and and kind of were intentional about their business. They they worked on their business, not just in their business during this time. And I think there were some lessons to be learned. And so it was yeah. kind of fun to dive in. 
It is. And it, one of the things we're going to do is we're actually going to give everybody kind of a blueprint of how to actually apply these things when you walk out of that room. Yeah. It's not just a, here's some great stories to make you feel good or make you feel shitty because you didn't do these things. <laughs> right. These are going to be real, uh, tangible, actionable things you can implement in your business five minutes after you walk out of that room to help your business thrive in 2022. And we've got some really cool examples um, and we're excited to share. So again, that is past the pandemic, finding success in the new economy, starring Kirby Hossman, co-starring in a very minor role, me. That's at 11.15 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. in Lagoon L, the Mandalay Bay compound. I love, it's my favorite lagoon. It, it's the only <laughs> lagoon if you asked me right. um, and nobody did. All right, Kirby. So um, yeah, you got the upfront section. So okay. sorry, my, my brain's a little foggy today. Yep, so that right. means you're either going to get bitter bill, loopy bill, coffee bill, like not coughing, <laughs> like not coffee, coffee, but coughing bill. Um, I don't know what you're going to get today. So let, let's do it, Kirby. Let's do it. All right. So this was totally not, I'm, I'm, pulling an audible on myself. This was not the topic I was going to bring up, yeah. but it's the second time someone has mentioned it to me today. So by golly, it's on people's mind. Um, mm -hmm. So the expo, um, mm -hmm. it, I've had it brought up a couple of times. I mean, the reality mm -hmm. of it is uh, COVID cases are spiking again. Um, yep. I, and I had pretty quick responses each time it's been brought up to me so far. Um, I think that when talking about this, I'd, I'd say that uh, you and I tend to be on not opposite sides, but maybe a little, like I'm a little bit, yeah, again, I think I tend to take on a little bit more optimistic point of view on some of this stuff and not negative, but I think you maybe are on the other side of that sometimes. So I don't know how the you realistic feel about side. This. Yeah. The, the negative side. So I, I, I don't yeah, know how you feel about this because we haven't talked about it. So yeah. I'm curious to know um, what is your take on this? And then I'll give you mine. No action needs to be taken. Wait and see. I, I think things are just moving too fast. I think it's good to pay attention. Um, I, I'd be lying if it didn't cross my mind. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yep. Um, will there be a, a PPI Expo? But I really think, again, we are recording this at uh, 1.45 in the afternoon Central Time on Tuesday, the 21st. By the time this drops, a million different things could have happened. So yeah, it's a great point. I, 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 I think you kind of make decisions based on the information you have available at that time, at that, this time, I believe there's going to be an expo. Yeah. Um, I think the big, you know, domino to watch is CES, right? That That's the show that's always before the PPAI expo in Vegas. It's the largest trade show in Vegas, I still believe. And they are, they have a, a vaccine mandate. If you want a badge, you got to be vaxxed, fully vaxxed. And so I'm kind of wondering if that's going to to uh, to to be uh, in, in, you know put upon us by by uh, PPI. I don't have a problem with it. I'm fully vaxxed. I'm, I'm boosted, but I also know what kind of shitstorm that will will bring up <laughs> if, if they do that. So, uh, to me, wait and see. Keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open. I think you just start to watch and you make the decision that's best for you. No, I think that's totally fair. Um, and I, and I, this isn't, like I said, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but um, having it brought up a couple of times today, I'm like, okay, that seems like something that's on people's mind. I, I'm with you. I think as we record this right this minute, um, definitely the expo is still going on. Um, and you may remember this, Bill, that like the weekend that the world shut down, 
uh, Amy mm-hmm. and I were traveling. Um, oh, and yeah, so when we, we did the vlog, and it was really kind of an interesting documentation of history, because when I started recording it, I actually said, well, the NBA season has been canceled, but they're still doing March Madness. And by the time mm-hmm. I landed in Houston, which is where I was flying, everything yeah. had shut down. So things can happen quickly, to your point. Um, but I also think that we watched this happen last year. Now, I know that there's a, a new variant, but yeah. A, when the weather gets colder and people start to, you know, get together indoors, then Thanksgiving, there's always, you know, because we get together with our family members from all over, and then it's going to happen again after the Christmas holiday. That's It's going oh, yeah. to happen, folks. I'm not a medical professional. And so um, I think, you know, the reality of it is we have to weather that storm by, you know, if, if history tells us anything by next spring, it will get better again. And so it's, yeah. I, I'm with you. I think we, we soldier on uh, vaccine mask, tell me what I need to do. And then we all need yeah. to be smart, wash our hands and, <laughs> yeah. and, and the only and be thing, careful. The, the only thing I'll add to that, it does feel all of a sudden where a week ago, it didn't feel like this. It feels like we're hurtling towards something not great. And, and I don't know if that's the media. I don't know if that's the, the variant. I don't know anything anymore. I just know how I feel internally. Yeah. And things don't feel great. Well, the sports Not seasons. Not being sick. Yeah, the sports seasons, like where they, they're pushing off a couple of games. And yeah. so hopefully a few of those things are, are things that needed to be done to, to move us forward. And, and we'll find out. Wait and see, folks. Don't yep. panic. Do yes. not panic. All right, Kirby. I don't know if you saw this, but ASI, the Advertising Specialty Institute, announced their product of the year. Did hmm. you see this? I didn't, no. So I really thought the product of the year was going to be whatever's in stock. <laughs> that <laughs> did not win. Okay. That did not win. Food gifts won product of the year. Okay. And uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's because it touches so many uh, senses. Um, Plus, food is always a way that people connect. It's, it was a great way to show people you care by sending them food gifts. I want to get your take on food gifts as the product of the year for 2021. You know what? And I, maybe your prediction on what the product of the year is going to be 2022. I think, yeah, it's going to be a fidget spinner. Uh, no, um, I think the, the food gifts, I think, makes a ton of sense. And, and not only because of all the things you said, right? Because it does t- touch all the senses. It does make you feel warm and fuzzy. And... I think the thing that's been interesting to me, and it's as somebody from the food industry could speak to this much better than I, but I feel like it has changed the, the work from home environment. The idea of trying mm-hmm. to manage cultures when people are all over the place has right. given cause for organizations to send uh, gifts of different things all year round. Whereas I think the food mm-hmm. gift, at least in our industry, was predominantly a fourth quarter gift. I'm sure there's still a lot of fourth quarter business there, but I feel like there's a reason to send stuff in March now that I didn't personally as a distributor feel in the past. And now I'm like, Oh, wow. There, there, it feels like there is. And I think that understanding that trend makes it make a ton of sense. So that would be my take. Yeah. You make a great point. I bet, I bet I would love to know from Jody and her team over at Maple Ridge Farms or some other folks in, in the food, you know, Batch and Bodega, uh, yeah. maybe Jason Lucash, but has the pandemic maybe leveled out that big spike you always had in, in the end of third quarter going to the fourth quarter? Yeah, I, I think it's a good choice. Yeah. Um, I still, you know, I, I, it's probably the right choice. 
you know, uh, uh, the product that's in stock would be a very cheeky, smart alecky. Um, very much not, our style. Not, <laughs> yes, very much this <laughs> podcast style. But thanks to our friends over at ASI for taking the bold stand of food guests for uh, product of the year for 2021. Do you want to make a prediction on the product oh. that will be of the year of 2022? If you don't, uh, that's okay. I just came up with that idea. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm going to go... 2022, hopefully we'll be yep. traveling a little more. I'm literally thinking as I'm speaking here, uh, sure. traveling a little more. I, I, this may be a little old school, but I'm going to go some sort of double wall drink drinkware. Okay. All right. I'm going to go mud flaps. I think okay. we have a re... No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking... I think, honestly, I'm going to go along with you. I think it's going to be some sort of either luggage or luggage tags, travel accessories. Mm -hmm. So I actually like the way you're thinking there. Okay. All right, Kirby. Do you have another topic you'd like to yeah we'll make it let's with. make this one a quick one just because i i don't sure. know how deep you and i can get into this but um okay. so nfts uh so nfts in promo yeah. uh yep. coming soon is my question mark uh in the headline here yeah. meg erber and lisa fostick held mm -hmm. a, a panel uh from people outside mm -hmm. of the industry some people inside of the industry um a couple weeks ago talking about mm -hmm. um uh, crypto VR, mm -hmm. so virtual reality, um, NFTs. Mm -hmm. It was a little above my head. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. still learning in that. Um, sure. But it was really interesting, really valuable, especially from those folks who are sort of already pioneering this in other spaces. Um, yeah. I guess my question, just for the sake of this discussion, is um, I, I got a couple questions. Number one, is this a space that you're spending time learning on? Um, do you think it's too soon in our industry? Is this where it's going? Or is this like another clubhouse where it's going to be up and then go away? I think maybe probably a combination. Yeah, I'm trying to learn about it. Like you, I, it, it gives me, it sends me straight into hypnosis every time I try to learn about it because it is very above my head. Um, yeah. But I'm trying to learn from it, listening to Meg and, and some of the other folks like Jeremy Picker talking mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. Um, and I do think over the long term, yeah, this is definitely going to be a part of our space, that digital, right? The, the marriage of physical and digital. Um, I have a hard time um, seeing where uh, someone in a game environment with an avatar would pay money for a digital version of a branded shirt, which will some of, you know, that's one of the applications. But again, I'm an idiot, let's be honest. And so I don't have that type of strategic foresight. So I, I would never rule that out. I just don't, I don't get that. But that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. So I think, I think it's, it's not clubhouse. It, yeah. It's too big for clubhouse. Um, I don't think we, all of us really even understand how it will impact our industry to what degree it will impact yeah. our industry and what timeline uh, that uh, impact will take place. But I think you'd be foolish not to start paying attention to it. Um, I do understand cryptocurrency better than I do the NFTs. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's, it's a, it's something I think we all should pay attention to and, and kudos to uh, Merber and uh, Lisa Fosdick for kind of leading the charge in, in the industry on that. Yeah, I think one of the challenges is number one, it's just a brand new thing, right? It's, it's, yeah. it, and, and so I think two challenges come to mind. Number one, there, there's not like one um, place that houses this. So there's not one place to go and learn from it. So it's like, you take a little bit over here, a little bit over here. And I think that's one of the challenges with trying to learn it is because there's all kinds of people speaking yeah. 
what feels like all different languages. And then the other piece, I think, and this is not a knock on anybody, but it feels like the people who don't understand it are trying to learn it from the people who do, and the people who do mm. don't do a great job of explaining it. It, yeah, it, that's, it, yeah. it. And so that's that's one of the challenges I think we have. For every Meg Erber and Jeremy Picker, who is exquisitely and extraordinarily patient trying to explain it to people, yeah. there are dozens of people who think you're a complete moron and an old <laughs> and a boomer because you don't understand it. Yeah. And I mean, I understand cryptocurrency, but it just kind of seems like you can just invent your own money, in, in which I, I still struggle with that at times. Right. And I know it's beyond that. And I'm not stupid, but I will say, learning about this space from the wrong people makes me feel very inadequate and very right. dumb, quite frankly. And I think that's what turns a lot of people off. So if, right. if you really think that NFTs and cryptocurrency and things like that are going to impact the promotional products industry and you want to educate people, then talk to them, not at them. Right. And understand that just because they don't understand does not make them dumb. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think where I've seen the best uh, explanations about it have to do with like, like imaginary case studies. So imagine you could do this and combine it with this. Um, yeah. I, I, one of the terms that they threw out was uh, uh, merch and virch, right? Like yeah. you got the merchandise and the yeah. virtual merchandise. And so I think yeah. when, when people kind of paint that as a story, it's a little bit yeah. easier to understand. I think Meg and Lisa d- do a good job of that. And so yeah. it's, I just think it's really interesting. And so I'm, I'm kind the of fascinated more, the by more it. You- the more you can use stories to explain what you're talking about, people will relate to it much better. No, it's fascinating stuff. All right, Kirby. So I did a little research for this podcast for once, oh, and cool. I don't know if you know this. So uh, Forbes um, talked to some business leaders about branding trends they think we'll see in 2022. Okay. And I wanted to list a few of them for you, see if you had any to add. Okay. So one is, and if you have anything you want to say about any of these, one is lead with compassion. I think that's a no brainer, right? Especially given COVID and all that. Um, Here's one I loved humanizing companies. I think so Mm -hmm. many companies don't do a good job of realizing that they're a living, breathing entity, just like Mm -hmm. a human and need to be treated as such. Yeah. And I'd say that some, some, we actually talk about this sometimes when it comes to Wendy's from Twitter, right? Like they um, do a great job on Twitter, kind of having a personality, Right now, yeah, I don't know if that's exactly what they're saying as a trend, but that's when you say about humanizing a brand, I immediately jump to, well, yes, you can talk about compassion in commercials, but the idea right. that they're I'm actually engaging with, because uh, there's just a few that do it well. Southwest is another. Um, yeah. I think that's one way that people do it, and I think it's interesting. No, great example. Love that. A move to minimalism, but really in terms of design for branding. And I've been mm. seeing that for a while. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I'm not sure that's from, a new trend, but yes, I, was, I thought yeah, you I say it's a continuing it, trend. Yeah, I, I, the, the design, the mm. idea of a move to minimalism through marketing is, I think, I don't believe that at all. Where Everybody's trying to sell us more shit. <laughs> so, yeah. but the idea- But there's design, ways to it. do it. There's way, I think, to what I would see, I, I don't know if I love the word minimalism. I think it's a move toward- simplicity. Simplicity is one of those things that's a really difficult thing to actually achieve, right? We as humans are really good at overcomplicating the simplest thing. Yeah. Um, And keeping it simple is very difficult. So I think minimalism or simplicity, Um, representing yourself consistently to others, you know how much I love that. Um, Yeah, I like that. And then being consistent. Yeah, like it. (laughs) Yeah. And then five, publish more podcasts Hmm. uh, for your brand. Interesting company or your personal brand, which I thought was interesting because I thought this, well, what I thought, maybe it's what you thought. 
I was like, my gosh, aren't there enough podcasts out there already? <laughs> well, I, it, it, it is probably my first inclination, but on the other side, I go, despite the, and, and again, we talked about this like a week or two ago, despite the fact there's so many podcasts, there's actually not that many in specific spaces. And I think Correct. where, where the niches, like um, you and I actually haven't talked about this, but I'm getting ready yeah. to do a new uh, podcast in the space around Kashokton. Well, there's like none. <laughs> so it right. just depends on where you're at. And I think it makes sense for our brand to do that. And so um, in that way, I, I guess I do say that. Well, and even if you don't maybe have an audience, podcasting can give you so much. It certainly helps with any sort of public speaking. It helps yeah. with confidence. It helps with broaden your knowledge base because you research and understand things. I know you and I talked about this when we used to write the salt and pepper article. Yeah. One of the things I loved about that, it always broadened my horizons because I was able to look at things differently because you and I purposely picked writing sides we didn't agree with. And so I had right. to research and kind of, you know, it was old, the old debate thing, the pro and the con. And I had to, to defend the con, even though yeah. it was for the pro. Yeah. So. It, it was, by the way, that one of my favorite um, memories is you and I doing salt and pepper live in Vegas. Yeah. And we, that, that we, I think we did it a couple of times, but the second time I think was yeah. the most fun because the audience would, was giving us topics toward the yeah. end and on the, on the fly, one of us would take one side and then on the fly, mm -hmm. like if you took the pro, I immediately took the con, whether I believe that or not. And a, that was super fun. And yeah. B it was fascinating how many people came up and told me they agreed with me after the thing. And I was like, yeah, I, I didn't agree with me, but sure. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a fun one. We, we need to do that again. I thought of a couple others and I, and real quick, um, I think leveraging your personal content, I think you really need to do that. I think we both agree with that. Yep. Um, philanthropy. Mm. I think incorporating some sort of philanthropy within a brand is a good thing, but not be disingenuous about it. And I'm not talking, and what I'm talking about is yeah. I don't know what month pride month is. I don't, I, I truly don't. I don't, yeah. maybe I'm should, I'm sorry. I don't, but I know when it is because everybody all of a sudden has rainbow flags everywhere and it feels super disingenuous. It's like, yeah. Hey, yeah, we, we don't want to be left out. Yeah. No, I agree. And I love the idea of it exactly. But to your point, like if it's a yeah. thing you're passionate about. Yeah. And then um, being more accessible, which is never really a problem in promo because usually with suppliers, you can get to the president pretty quickly, but mm. being more accessible to your clients is a great way to really further your brand. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think that it, most of this has been, um, kind of played through the, these things that you've said, but care more, Yep. <laughs> right? Like as, as a brand, yeah. as a company, as an individual, it's a great mm -hmm. business and marketing strategy to give a shit more. And so and I think that's of, a, that's a good trend that I'd like to see. And one of the things we talked about with the last topic with the NFTs, maybe educate through storytelling. Mm, Again, yeah, people buy stories. They don't buy bullet points. Take the time. Don't rush through. All right. I think it's time for a game. I okay. think it's time for a game. This is an easy, I don't know how easy this is. You're not going to know any of these, but it should be fun because okay. I kind of did this as I wrote it. Um, it's a guessing game. So I'm just going to ask you questions and you guess. So some are okay. names, some are numbers. There's every raw answer is going to be wrong, but it's not to get you. Okay. okay. Not like fine. usual. <laughs> All right. Kirby, what is the name of the bird or toucan? Who is the mascot of Fruit Loops? Toucan Sam. Very good. How many words can one pencil write before it's at its nub? That's a fun one. Um, 
gosh, that'd be a lot. Uh, a million. 45,000. Okay. 45,000 words. Okay. How long does an average person spend over the course of their life at a light, a red light? <laughs> oh, gosh. The average person. So somebody, you got to factor in those people who are in big cities. Um, 10 months. Six months. Okay. What is Captain Crunch's full name? <laughs> um, Harold. Close. Horatio Magellan Crunch. <laughs> that was closer than I thought. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. Um, what is the blob of toothpaste on a toothbrush called? Blob of toothpaste. A, it's not a dollop, right? No, that would that would have been my guess, by the way. Okay. No. What is it? That that'd be a nurdle. Kirby, a <laughs> yeah, nurdle. I wouldn't come up with that in a million years. <laughs> All right. How long does an average dollar bill stay in circulation before it needs replacing? Seven years. No, 18 months because of dirt tearing and fading. Really? Wow, that's quick. I'm... How many trees are cut down each day so you can wipe your back bottom after you've done the bad bathroom? I didn't want to answer that. I just want to, I want to hear that sentence again. <laughs> um, how many trees? Are how many down? trees are, how many trees are cut down each day for you to wipe your back bottom after you've done the bad bathroom? 100. 270,000. <laughs> 70,000. Good yep. Lord. How's that keep going? So I, I don't know. How many words a day does the average person speak? Not me. The average person. Oh, I think I actually heard this one time. Um, Because okay. you have 60,000 thoughts. I'm going to guess 3,000. Pretty close. 5,000. Nice okay. job. How many different ways are there to offer coffee at Dunkin'? We can't call them Dunkin' Donuts anymore because they rebranded. How many different ways are there to order coffee at Dunkin'? 25,000. There's a thousand. 25,000. Mm-hmm. 25,000. Yeah. yeah. I, I have coffee. That's what I have. So I don't, I, I'm not good. How at many that. different? Are there, you know, only a few more. And this is, are you having fun? Are you enjoying I, this? This is great. This is fun. How many different ways are there to tie a necktie? <laughs> One. <laughs> okay. How many different ways are there theoretically to tie a necktie? Not your way. Uh, yeah. I was going to say the right way. Um, I don't know. 11. 117,147. Okay. How many cups of coffee? How many cups of coffee? I made all these up. How many cups of coffee do Americans drink every day? And I did not make these up, by the way. Uh, So, so like, like average per person? How many cups of coffee? No, total. How many cups of coffee do Americans drink every day? 50 million. 400 million. That's got to make Ellie over at Logo Jojo really happy, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, no kidding. All right, Kirby, you're familiar with the Slinky, right? I've heard of it, yes. How long can a Slinky be stretched? <laughs> 10 feet. Uh, no, 67 feet. Three more, Jeez. Kirby. Jeez. How long, how long did the longest game of Monopoly last? A year. 70 days. <laughs> okay. What is the name of the Twitter? What is the name of the Twitter mascot? Jack Dorsey. No, this is actually one of my favorite ones. Larry the Bird. <laughs> I thought that was the CEO. 
No. Okay, last one, Kirby. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? <laughs> one, two, three. Three. No, 364 Purdue University engineers invented a licking machine and the average number okay. of licks it took, the average number of licks it took was 364. I feel like that is not a great use of a licking machine, but okay, that's fine. Well, Kirby, I think that says Merry Christmas. If that doesn't say Merry Christmas, I don't know what does. But let's remind our friends, hey, we're going to be out at PPI Expo in Las Vegas, we think, uh, here in a few weeks. And we'd love to see in our education session, that's right, past the pandemic, finding success in the new economy, starring the one and only Kirby Hossaman, the mediocre Bill Petrie. It's at 11.15 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. in Lagoon L. We're going to talk about, again, we're going to touch on how people survive during the pandemic. That's important. But more important is how do you thrive afterwards, right? You have to survive before you thrive. We want to talk about the people and companies that were able to thrive and give you actionable takeaways you can implement immediately as soon as you walk out of the session. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a real good time. Well, Kirby, Merry Christmas to you and yours. I hope you have a fabulous holiday. Um, and I hope you enjoy that licking machine I got you. <laughs> Me too. That's right.